Welcome to the third edition of the Village of Manlius podcast. Um, thank you for joining me here today. I'm Village of Manlius trustee Hank Chapman. We try to bring you once or a couple times a month uh, some interesting interviews with people who make our village tick and our village run. Uh, and I appreciate you joining us here today. Our guest today is our Village of Manlius Code Enforcement Officer, Mike Decker. Mike, thank you for joining me here today. You want to just tell me a little bit about you and where you're from and grew up and things like that and how you came to us here at the Village. Thanks for having me, Hank. Um, uh, I've, I've been with the Village of Manlius as an employee of the village for two and a half years now. Um, I grew up here in, in Manlius, um, just outside of the village on uh, Brickyard Falls Road. Um, and uh, I, I lived here, uh, moved here in 1985 as a, as a kid and uh, graduated high school here. Um, and uh, um, my mother um, still lives here uh, in Manlius off of Brickyard Falls Road. And so, um, you know, it means a lot to me to uh, be able to contribute and be a part of the village um, uh, government system um, because uh, I just feel like uh, I want to make a change and want to make a positive change um, where I grew up. Um, and I appreciate that. And I'll say that, you know, since we brought you here, um, our village is much, much better, uh, much better services that we have for our residents. Uh, we're very happy with the, the great work that you've done. And uh, I'm happy to have this opportunity for you to kind of maybe explain a little bit more to the public, uh, you know, what it is you do. You know, tell, tell us a little bit about what your, what your day's like and how you interact with the public and what types of things you're charged with doing here for our village. You bet. Um, I'm here part-time on a part-time basis. I do have set office hours um, here in the village, um, and, and they are Tuesday mornings um, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, for anyone that you know wants to stop in on the way to work or, or isn't able to be here in the afternoons and, and would like to speak with me and ask me questions um, regarding, you know, whether it be code issue, uh, possible construction that you're looking at doing down the road or in the near future, or if it's a zoning issue um, where, where those are set bylaws that, um, that have been created um, for specifically for our village. Um, and, uh, and so I'm here uh, Tuesday mornings from 8.30, excuse me, 8 o'clock, to uh, 10 a.m. and uh, and then I'm here on Thursdays from 3:30 p.m. to 5:30 p.m. and uh, that gives the uh, citizens and contractors the opportunity to stop in in the afternoon and, and morning um, and and that's every week um, I have uh, uh, have the set hours um, but uh, I'm always answering my cell phone um, always. Um, you know, uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, um, my cell phone number is 315-720-8544. And you can reach out to me anytime. Um, at the most, it normally takes me a day to get back to you, but I promise I'll get back to you. And uh, 
but but you know the main responsibilities here are are to oversee um, that that codes are being met with construction and that zoning laws are being adhered um, by not just the citizens um, but also um, tenants and um, commercial space and industrial space as well um, since we we do have quite a bit of mixed use in our village, which is not always um, common in, in most municipalities, especially our size, because we're not a real big village and, and right. we, have a, we have a nice mixture, um, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, amongst the village. So uh, <clears throat> somebody comes in and they want to they come in and they want to create a new business in the village and buy a property, they're going to come to you and they're going to make sure that the, that the code matches up with, yep. with, with what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. And if not, you direct them to the proper board for approval. Yes. Um, uh, a lot of times when, when a company is, is, is looking at coming in and leasing space or, or possibly buying a, a, a new property that's you know, for sale, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me and, and ask, you know, if, if it's a permitted use, uh, because, uh, because of, you know, our mixed uses and our different zoning, um, um, descriptions that we have, um, you know, sometimes I need to point the, the possible business owner or, or owner of the property in the right direction and, and give them our, um, our legal process to to properly zone their uh, their structure and their permitted use, and then they might have to come to the <clears throat> village board for a zone change, or they might have to come to the planning board for subdivision or site plan or whatnot, or the, the yep. zoning board. It, it's my responsibility to to help the applicant out and to uh, make sure that um, you know that that the process is followed, but also help them. Um, like like you said, Hank, to to you know to to go over the procedures on whether they'll be going in front of the zoning board of appeals, or you know the village board themselves um, of trustees, um, um, yeah, or the uh, the planning board, um, you know when there's a development proposed or a, a new building proposed and to help you with your site plan procedures. Mm -hmm. What are, uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite things when I, when I talk to you is to, you're the first person that usually knows about what's going on in our village, what new businesses we might have, and who's coming into our village. So what are, what are some of the exciting things that are going on in our village right now? I know there's a lot of great stuff. Yeah, no, there, there's, there's quite a bit going on. I, I feel like we're in a, um, you know, especially this last year, uh, with COVID thrown into the mix, um, and and people are just trying to focus on their daily lives, getting through their daily lives. We actually have a lot going on right now in the village of Manlius, and 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 it's a bit of a transformation period. I I feel like um, uh, we've had a few new businesses go in um, down at Limestone Commons, which is on um, Route. 173 going outside of the village towards Jamesville. Um, Silver Fox Senior Center has uh, has entered um, the Limestone Commons, as has uh, Yo Burrito. Um, for for you people that 
kind of like that south, southwestern Mexican um, cuisine. Um, but we also have uh, some a new building going up over on Fairgrounds Drive, um, which is uh, our industrial se- sector, mm-hmm. basically. Across from Tops. Across from Tops, yep, uh, right across the bridge there. And uh, um, Life Storage is building a large um, two-story, 20,000-square-foot um, storage heated in a, uh, and cooled storage facility um, that uh, I, I think will be a, a attribute to the village for people that are looking for storage. And uh, they've done a, quite a nice job over the years of transforming that property into a very presentable um, place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've got the, um, our, our new grant from the county, um, which the mayor has been diligently working on, and as, as has Hank has. And, uh, Main Street Revitalization. Main Street Revitalization, yep. And uh, that's going to add some nice, nice pieces to the village here and there to kind of bring the village up to date. Yeah, so fixing up some of the storefronts and some pocket parks along the village parts, with benches and tables. Work. Yep, some things that have been needed for several years in this area, and we just haven't been able to, uh, you know, find a grant that would suit those needs. And and now that we have, since the county presented that to us last year. Yeah, yeah county county executive McMahon came through with a nice three hundred thousand dollar grant, which was great, and we're aggressively and actively looking for more more grants for you know urban landscaping trees maybe even bearing power lines hopefully ideally someday things like that so yeah we got a yeah, lot of good things there, there's a lot of street improvements that we want to take place here down the road that that have not been paid attention to in previous years and it's primarily because of you know we haven't had those grants available like like we do now. Yeah, and very very thankful for that, and um, that's going to move us in the right direction. I I think um, down towards um, Fayette Street and and leading to Route 92 and and FM Road. Um, you know, recently we have Cafe Kubal that recently yep. went that's into great, that great old spot. Bank of America spot and. Um, the uh, the landlord has found a great tenant. You know that's a uh, great tenant and a great such a kind of tough location, and it almost had to be oh, the yeah. perfect thing. Yeah, and uh, you know for a good few years, uh, you know the building uh, was vacant, and uh, Bank of America was trying to find the appropriate buyer. And uh, for all of you that wonder why the ATM is still there. <laughs> um, what uh, one of the provisions in the sale of the building Bank of America had was to keep the ATM and the banking machine there for a period of ten years. So, but they've done a great job with such a <clears throat> awkward, odd shaped not only lot but but building design. Yes, making it look beautiful. It's, it's oh, totally. nice, and they're doing a good business. Totally, I love the I love the color scheme to yeah. it. Um, also, uh, to to our residents uh, that have wondered what's going on with the, the old mobile speedway gas station. Yeah. Um, you know, very unfortunate to see that go. That had been a staple in our community so long. 
and uh, especially the mobile when it was the mobile gas station. Mm -hmm. And uh, so right now um, we are waiting from the ownership uh, who Speedway currently owns the property. Um, they did take out the tanks. They pulled a permit with the village last year and they took out the tanks and the pumps. Um, and uh, one of the important factors that I had to understand was that um, Speedway has a no non-compete clause. Um, so that means that another gas station can't go on to the property. So right now, um, I check in periodically with the Speedway Corporation to see if anything new is coming about um, as they're, you know, trying to find a buyer for the property. And it's a tough, I mean, it's a, it's a, in some ways it's a great location for somebody to move into, but it's kind of a smallish lot. It's great, but it's a small lot. And right now, um, if, if, you know, the prospective buyer came in and proposed a use to us, they would have to go through our zoning procedures and, and most likely the planning board um, because, like you said, Hank, the, the lot is so small and uh, it's hard to find a proper use for that lot. It almost might be, I mean, speculating down the road, but almost might be something where they need to enter through Manlius Mart or even through Stickley Drive coming behind the bank yes. or something like that rather than the kind of dangerous curb cuts coming out onto Fayette Street. And, and there's a chance that Chase could do something with it too, the Chase Bank. I mean, they're also, um, I, I know they opened the new Chase location yeah. in Fayetteville, and unfortunately they closed their location in Manoa. Um, but uh, Chase is, is here, and they're here to stay, and actually they've been inquiring about um, applying for a solar permit. Um, for solar panels for the top of Good. that building. So that leads me to believe that they plan on staying Good. here going forward. And they might do something with that parking spot, you know, that, that, that old gas station as well. Yeah. So. And then uh, Madison Row is Hunt Real Estate is now taking over yep. um, most of that building? Yeah. Last, last year, um, Hunt Real Estate uh, carried out a large... Um, renovation uh, to the first floor where Murphy's Law was located and uh, uh, Hunt Real Estate decided to close their um, Fayetteville office by Wegmans and uh, move the whole operation so not only the Hunt office here in Manlius but the Hunt operation in Fayetteville they moved it here um, to Madison Row and uh, I, they're going to they're also planning some community events this this summer as well and I think in the long run they're going to be a um a fixture to the community. Um yeah. what what the developers plan on doing um because Hunt Real Estate was located on the second floor of Madison Row is that they they plan on renovating that space here in the near very near future um into uh more apartments. And I understand those apartments are somewhat in demand. They're very in demand. There's actually a waiting list right now with Madison Row. So, um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the um, proposed development of the old um, Lincoln Mercury dealership. Um, uh, the developer, a developer, has proposed a plan to have a planned unit development um, in that space. Um, with mixed use, um, 
and then two separate buildings, one being a urgent care center, um, which I think would be a, a value to Manlius. For sure. Because, uh, you know, we, we, had, we, we had one up in, in um, uh, up, up near where um, Circle K is yep. and, and that part, but that has limited hours and is not able to be open um, like what's being proposed um, here on Fayette Street. And I think that would meet the needs of our citizens. Um, and also there's a coffee shop proposed. I know there's a lot of coffee shops. But <laughs> and they're all doing great business. They're all doing Down great business. Down at Skytop the other day, they, yep. do, they do great business. Cafe Cabal is always busy. And, and, and they're all trying to find their own niche. And, and they're trying to, uh, you know, what's important is, is if we have multiples of the same idea is that they're trying to market to their clients in specific ways which you know leads to diversifying yep. um, so and then and then and then you know in that Fayette Street PUD will be a two-story um, you know idea much like Madison Row but with apartments specifically to the second floor um, and then and then the businesses to the first floor and then as well um, where, where the stream uh, abuts to the residential section over on Elmbrook um, and Eureka they plan a small pocket park um, which I think will integrate and and create proper separation between the PUD itself Mm-hmm. and the residential sector. And kind of a lead into the fish hatchery back there, too. Yes, yeah. And, and if if everyone can take a walk sometime down to the fish hatchery, for so many years, I mean, I only really knew about the fish hatchery because growing up here in the village, being around the village all the time, liking to fish, but, you know, liking to ride my bike and whatnot and find new places to go, I think if everybody has time just to even park down here in the village and, and kind of take a walk down there and, and check it out. I, it, it's a really unique feature, and not a lot of villages have it. I, f- I find not enough people know we have the fish hatchery. I'm going to hopefully interview somebody from the fish hatchery at some point, talk about that a little bit. People don't even know we have Mill Run Park. I mean, we've no. got some great hidden things in this village yeah. that people don't really even take advantage of or know about. My, my wife and I, we, you know, we were on a budget when we first met and still are. But <laughs> but uh, we decided to get married in Mill Run Park. Oh, and, nice. And uh, we thought it would be a good, you know, spot to, to, to hold an outdoor wedding. And it was very simple. But, That's you know, beautiful. when, I, when I think back, it's, it was it was a good spot. It's a gem, gem in our village. And then the fire station sold. Fire station sold, yep. Fire uh, station one on Stickley Drive. Station one on Stickley Drive. I, I spoke with a developer today. Um, he's working on architectural plans right now um, for that building, and, and uh, we're going to meet here in the, hopefully in the next few weeks, uh, if not in the next month. And uh, he's going to do a walkthrough and uh, show us what he has in store. It's very exciting, all the <clears throat> different things going on. We got, I mean, there's, you got Manly Smart is full or almost full. You've got yep. Limestone. Yep, we have, uh, in, in Manly Smart, we have a new nail salon, uh, uh, nail spa. 
I, uh, once again, we have multiples of that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, and I, I turned my, uh, my wife and my daughter on to the new nail spa and they're very, very happy with the results. So if you, if, if it's right in the Manliest Mart, um, where OIP and, uh, um, Side Hill are located, Subway, the hairdressers, all who, um, not all who wander because all who wander moved, but, yeah. um, check it out. Uh, we also have a new um, uh, dog grooming business going in right in next to uh, uh, Dog On In. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's going to complement the Dog On In very well and, and give people uh, you know options for dog grooming. As well as we have a new dog grooming business in where the old Robins rarities were. My wife took our dogs there Two days ago, cool, yeah. Cool. She said it was great. All right, perfect. Yeah. And 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 so <coughs> right across know, from the post office. They're in the old post office, across from you know the present yep. post office. Um, uh, our present post office was built in 1988 through a uh, grant through the president at the time, and uh, that caused them to move from the old location where Robin Rarities had been a fixture for pretty Long time. much the whole time. Long time. So. Um, and we're also going to be doing some updates, I think, to the Burger King parking lot area, right? Yeah, we're working. We're working to try to <clears throat> um, get some public parking in that spot, <clears throat> kind of in conjunction with what we're doing with the pocket parks. We're going to take the the corner clock tower and make that into a nicer park. There's going to be a, a a a better clock there with kind of a stickly design almost to it. Um, pocket parks a little bit along that block on Seneca Street. Uh, you mentioned All Who Wander that you know moved down to that spot. All Who Wander moved into Ironwood, um, and uh, you know I'm very glad to have them. They want to have an expanded menu. Um, they're keeping the uh, fire, the you know the brick oven pizza, and uh, glad they're doing that. I hope they keep the grilled cheeses, but I haven't had time to, to stop over there and have a beer yet and investigate. Um, but we had we had pizza when we were down there. Okay, okay. Um, you know that that whole sector. I, I I hope it continues where we can have revitalization. You know, in those buildings that lead up to Beat Street Music. Yeah, and that's that's what we're hoping to do is. We put the parks in there and get a little bit more foot traffic and get a little nicer and people can go into Cafe 119 and bring their food and sit outside yep. and eat and then go to the movies when, when Nat's able to open up Manlius Cinema again. And But the mayor and Hank and the trustees, they, they fully understand that an important component to that is to find parking where people can come down yeah. and easily park to, to utilize the shops, to utilize the restaurants, because that's something that's been a, a, a difficult challenge in the past, and we want to we wanna remedy that. Yeah, and then, and then that's the challenge that's always before us, and hopefully we can work something out a little bit in the Burger King area. And, you know, long-term, we're working with the SMTC on a transportation study on the main highways going through and, you know, maybe calming traffic a little bit and maybe even some more on-street parking so we're hopeful there too yeah we want to find a way to keep moving traffic through manlius through the village but you know we want to transform it so it's not so much a highway yeah Um, exactly well said and then so we've got uh and we've got tops tops Tops, plaza that those shops there we went to eat breakfast at sky top and 
walk down to Dazzle and Cork Monkey and all, all those little shops there are yep. fantastic. Yep. Skytop, Sky actually, um, they're going to... Um, they're going to be in the same location, um, um, but what I've learned from the owner is that they're going to move the coffee roaster to a different location, um, possibly up to the yard. Um, oh, nice. And then um, they want to put in an Ansel system, and so they can, uh, you know, elaborate and uh, and open up their menu a little bit more to, to have more of a restaurant um you know, feeling. Yeah, for a little little place that specializes in coffee, the food was great. Yep. I don't drink coffee, yep. but the food. food Aaron was really and Serena, good. they're great people. Um, they they live local. They live here in the village. Um, you know, so if if you can stop down and and try to support them. And we went, <clears throat> we went down. Like I said, each shop after we had breakfast there, and everybody reported business is great. Business yep. has been really yep. good. Yeah, so that's nice to hear. Tops just did an update. Um, they wanted to try to, you know, separate themselves from the rest of the plaza instead of it looking so blended in. So they they created a awning system uh, and a uh, small uh, cupola um, that they went through the permitting process with us, and uh, I, I think it looks really good now. Yeah. Um, so, and then we, uh, um, what else is going on? We have three new residential structures going up um, between Left Field Course and, and up on Poly Drive, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, great because we like to see these uh, housing development projects um, that have been established for a long time um, finally gaining some momentum and, and having some uh, residential homes built and having some new families come into the village. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what we're all about. So um, shifting gears a little bit, tell us a little bit about what are some of the things that maybe you're here for that people don't know about? Things that, you know, like, for example, I have with me in my briefcase uh, <clears throat> some of the information I need for a, a permit I need for a fence in my backyard. Um, what are some of the things people maybe don't know that they need to come to the village for? Yeah, I, I just want to reach out and express that um, don't hesitate to call to, to ask any questions that that possibly you don't know where to look to and, and you don't know who to ask. Uh, our, our three biggest um, permits, I would say, that take place in the code and zoning office are, uh, are pools, um, sheds, and uh, fencing. Um, we do have uh, uh, zoning language um, that, uh, unfortunately, uh, sometimes uh, it's a good it's a good thing. But you know, it requires the citizens to pull a permit for the fencing. Um, we've had issues in the past where fencing would encroach onto other properties, and uh, or or where fencing would abut to village property, and the village had to do work. So. Uh, you know, a few years ago, we uh, we we implemented that zoning language um, for the fencing, but uh, those are the biggest big. Those are the big three: is is the fencing, um, pools. Uh, there's a lot to code to New York State Building Code um, in relation to pools and and to installation of of safety features with pools. Um, the other, the other thing that I, I get a lot of phone calls on and, and questions on whether or not a permit is required are uh, driveway renovations. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to, to put a top coat on your driveway, it does not require a permit. Um, but to mill your driveway down um, to the base, um, or if you have a stone driveway and you want to blacktop it, um, it does require a, a building permit application. Um, and uh, you know, don't 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 hesitate to call me to uh, to ask questions in regards to that. Um, and it's not a difficult process. They it's not a difficult call you. They fill out a permit. You help them work through the process. Yep. So generally, with like a driveway permit application, is I ask if, if the homeowner could provide the building permit application itself, um, and then the quote from the contractor who plans on doing the the paving and the top seal. Generally, it's a two-part system where they, you know, pave the first part and then they come in the the next year or that later on that following year and and put a top coat on it. Um, We just want to make sure that, you know, the the village um, roads are are protected and, and, uh, and if there's any issues that could arise that it's dealt with between... Uh, myself uh, with the codes d- department and the DPW. A lot of times we could have um, public utilities um, or or easement, it, you know, um, easement issues, sidewalks, and and those are things where people don't know where to go and ask questions. and And feel free to utilize me. Um, I'm in direct contact with Chris Sherwood, who's our DPW superintendent, and uh, you know, Chris and I. Uh, conversate quite a bit and and answer questions for the citizens um, when when they don't know where to turn and and they don't want to get in trouble with doing something. Yep. And then, so they're going to reach out to you, they're going to fill out a permit, and there might be situations where maybe a shed is too close to the rear yard setback and they're going to have to come before the Zoning Board of Appeals. Before the Zoning Board of Appeals, yep. And, uh, you know, I'll walk you through that process. Um, It's... uh, it, it, it can seem daunting um, when you're not used to it every day and, and it seems abstract and, and you don't know, uh, you know the, the process per se, but that's something that I'm willing to help um, the citizens out with and the property owners out with and, and make it a process that doesn't seem daunting and, and doesn't seem, you know, ang- you know, it doesn't create anxiety. How about chickens? Chickens. <clears throat> Don't tell my wife, but we're we're in a people love chickens lately, and mm-hmm. uh, and so um, in our zoning ordinance, it does um, require that that if you're interested in, in having chickens on your property, um, what I would have you do is uh, go through our special use permit process, um, and ultimately that will go to the village board. And uh, it'll be brought up at, at a village board meeting and uh, determined um, whether or not a owner can have um, chickens. And I don't think we've, <clears throat> I don't know that we've turned any down. Um, but what we do like to know is that the neighbors um, are all okay with it. And if yeah, the neighbors all say we're fine with it, then it's usually something the village board is going to look favorably upon. And obviously, those permits are revocable too. So if there becomes a problem, the village they are they are revocable it. at any time. Um, you know, unfortunately, we have to keep people on their toes at times. Yep. Um, so so situations uh, um, like chickens uh, don't 
um, you know, unfortunately get out of hand. Um, but we also have to keep um, the fellow neighbors yeah. um, happy as well. And it's important that everyone is happy in the process um, because if, if a neighbor is not happy, then uh, we, we have to give them the opportunity to voice their opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, anything we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about or let let the taxpayers know? Or Well, uh, this is a part-time position. I, I am here part-time. I'm not here all the time. Um, but that doesn't mean that I, I, I'm not working all the time um, for, the, for our citizens and, and for our public here. Um, it, it, my, uh, my phone number, um, if you, if you want to reach out to me, I text, um, which is nice because not everyone can, can lead a conversation during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so if you have any questions, uh, feel free to, to text me too, Good. um, at 315-720-8555. And what's your email address at the village? Or email at M, as in Michael, Decker, D-E-C-K-E-R, M Decker, at manliusvillage.org. And uh, you can directly uh, get a hold of me, either, either texting or, or leave me a message on my phone or, or email me. And uh, that, you know... Um, we have a great staff here at the village, uh, our, our, our clerk and deputy clerk. But if you want to directly contact me, um, I guess those are the those are the outlets. Great. <clears throat> okay. Well, Mike, thank you for all you do for our village. Our village is uh, getting better all the time, and you're a big part of that. And, and we're very lucky to have you. So, thank you for that. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Hank, for the opportunity. And this is uh, this was Hank's. Um, idea uh, that he presented to the village a few months ago and and I think I just, I just want to say it, it's ideas like this that will help us move forward yeah I mean I don't know how exciting to everybody in the entire world a podcast about village government is but it's one more effort to communicate to the public and let them know what we're doing and we want to let you guys know guys and gals know um, you know um, how to get a hold of us um, because so often uh, if you see something happen whether it be good or bad and you don't know where to turn to we want to give you guys options yeah and these podcasts are going to be available forever on facebook and on our website and apple and spotify so people can see them listen to them now or listen to them in a year and, and check out facebook uh our, our web page on Facebook. you know our, our page on facebook uh, i think it's a it's a it's a opportunity for the citizens to uh, to like us on your Facebook pages, and so you can keep a tab on what's going on in our village all the time. And our next uh, podcast uh, uh, coming up will be before too long with our brand new uh, recreation director Christine Rowett, and we can talk to her a little bit about summer playground and some of her plans uh, for our village. So after taking a kind of a little bit of a year off with COVID, it's exciting to get back into the into the rec program so look for that coming up soon we're very excited to to, to have her and to talk to her uh thanks all and uh, stay tuned for the next